You're listening to the weekly podcast of Launch Church of Jacksonville, Florida. We pray you enjoy today's message. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God in the highest. God is ultra good in Jesus' name. We love you, Lord. Can I see who's on? Hallelujah. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. How y'all doing today? How y'all doing? We got to turn this music off. I want to lay hands. Turn this music off in Jesus' name. Awesome. There you go. Praise God. How is everybody doing today? So good to, to see y'all online. Praise God. Um, just, just extremely happy. Um, this week has just been a blessed week. Amen. Not so much for us. I mean, blessed that we were alive and, but I got so many praise reports. So many people stepped into purpose, uh, this week and it was just super, super exciting. And I'm super, super, super excited, um, for you all that you all were able to do or what you were able to do. I want to, uh, I'm, I'm waiting for a couple people to come online because I want to acknowledge them. Can I see, can I see who was, uh, who was there in Jesus name, in Jesus name. See if I'm missing. Well, I see one person here. If you guys, I know she can't hear you, praise God, but if you can in the chat, just say congratulations to Miss Regina. You see her there. Amen. She had a huge event yesterday, stepping into purpose, seeing dreams come to pass. Hallelujah. Huh? Get your book. Yeah, get your book. Yeah. Get the book. Let's 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 just brag on what God is doing in the ministry uh, for a little bit. I hate I could not be there. Um, I wanted to be there, but as you guys know, we are with the TV tele the, the television network that we have, uh, we are uh in the process of producing a play shooting a documentary and producing a movie and yesterday just got just got out of hand control praise god but yes miss regina i want to put this up can you guys can just in the chat say congratulations her book is out her children's book is out uh lauren can you zoom in just a little bit i know you're going to get get us out of the screen but just zoom in i want the people to see what god is doing praise god right here in in launch church i don't know if it's glory or not it might be a little bit there we go there you go yeah undiva mo praise god so you guys this is somebody that goes to your church she was at barnes and noble yesterday uh, yesterday uh had a huge reading and uh Aunt diva mo was there praise god i saw some video footage amen i was super excited about it the kids were there the parents were there she had the stage and uh you know just type congratulations and when we see each other in person make sure you guys give her a huge hug um for what she is doing and if you have any little ones make sure you reach out to her to get this book let's be supportive of our family praise god Let's, uh, you know, purchase it if we need to purchase it. Whatever we need to do to make sure our family is good, we do that. Tell everybody you know. Anybody who got kids, tell them. I had this, this lovely lady that goes to our church, just released this beautiful uh, book, Aunt Diva Mo, and it is absolutely 
uh, wonderful and it helps to go ahead, learn, yeah, order just, and live in the organization. Go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to add that I learned yesterday when I when I stopped by to visit while she was doing the book signing is that she doesn't work with just kids. And um, since you can you can definitely correct me in the comments, but let me know, because I thought I heard you say you work with those from um, a very young age, child age until the elderly, I think is what I heard you say. So if you could put that in the in the chat and let me know. Yes, yes. So this is awesome. Um, I'm extremely excited if she's able to. Uh, yeah, there she is. Although we're getting all the congratulations. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, if, if you guys, when you guys see her or get a chance to talk to her, by all means, this is awesome. This is purpose coming to pass. This is what we're yeah. talking about right now. We're in the midst of talking about this the press. I promise you, if you had an opportunity to sit down and talk with her, she would tell you it wasn't easy. She would tell you what she had to go through. She would tell you all the, the pains, the anxiety, the anxieties that came along with this. But when you press past that and you press past and you do what God is telling you, telling you to do by keeping your eyes on the mark, this happens. Okay. Purpose happens. So I know that let this be an encouraging moment for those who are watching. Maybe you're in a studio recording. Maybe you're writing a book. Maybe you have a, 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 a desire to come up with your own children's book. Let this be a testimony in an encouraging stepping stone for you to keep pressing and keep doing it because God, God can bring it to pass if you don't give up on your dream. So this is absolutely awesome. Congratulations to Miss Regina. We absolutely love you here with your new book and are extremely, extremely excited. Now, as you can see, there's another person that I want to brag about a little bit too that has an awesome testimony. She's going to be able to tell us a little bit more about it when we come all together in person. But uh, this young lady, Miss Cassandra, has been... Uh, coming to our services she uh, reached out to me this week and said pastor I believe this is my home I believe this is where I'm supposed to be and let me tell you as soon as she made that commitment to good soil God showed up and started blessing her she came in and she said pastor God laid it on my heart to not only attend this service but once we get into build into the building I want to bring my production team in and I want to do all the video work and videography, praise God, for this ministry at no at no cost. And I was completely blown away, overwhelmed with emotions that someone like that would, would do this just because God told her. And as soon as she made that commitment, I can't even, I think maybe two days later, praise God, she got a deal with First Coast News to have her own show uh, two times a month on First Coast News, uh, highlighting businesses and what's going on here in Jacksonville. And I'm telling you guys, there's a blessing to, to being connected with this house. So in the chat, if you can just say congratulations to Miss Cassandra. Uh, she goes by K. Praise God. Uh, just say congratulations. She is completely awesome. She's also going to be coming to premium and putting her her TV show, which is uh, the spotlight with Kayla Reese. Praise God on premium is going to be on First Coast News. And she's going to be a blessing to the community. I tell you this, you guys, let me tell you something. I think I got all of it right, right? I think I got all of it right. Amen. 
So <laughs> I told you guys this church is doing some big things, even though we're small right now. Don't look down on small beginnings because God is doing some huge, huge things. We have authors in the building who work with kids. We got we have TV specialists now in the building. Praise God. We have our own TV network. Praise God. Praise God. We are working on getting our gyms, Hope Fitness, open here in the city. It's, that is happening. Praise God. I know I don't talk too much about it, but that is happening, uh, getting our gyms. And God is just showing up in a major, major way. So congratulations to Kay on what you do. I know you're going to be a beacon of light that's going to be broadcast on national TV. That is huge. I don't know if you guys understand how huge that is. First Coast News is going to give her her own segment two times out of the month to, to, to highlight businesses or whatever she wants to highlight, praise God. And I, and I know it's going to be a blessing. So Praise God. This is where Miss Regina, you connect with Kay. Kay, you connect with Miss Regina. Praise God. And we get the book out there. And this is how this church is going to be. I don't know. I don't care what church you ever been to before that may have given words. Praise God. Businesses, nonprofits, and any talent, in talent. So, amen. I told you this is a different church. This is not just about me. Praise God. This is not just about Vonda. Praise God. This is about you all. If you've listened to our videos online, we are a church of the people and for the people. And I know that sounds like a government thing and you hear, but I really mean that this is not to make me some sort of celebrity, praise God. I could do that on my own time. This is to help people make their dreams come true. That has been my passion, my purpose, to put people in position to make their dreams come true. And now to create a community of people that can help each other achieve goals and make money at the same time. So I'm super excited about that. I mean, once again, God is doing some huge things in this ministry, and I'm just super, super excited about the press. It is, it is going down. If you have any testimonies, by all means, reach out to me. I would love for everybody to hear it. It is encouraging to hear in Jesus' name. Now, I don't like the fact that we haven't seen each other in two weeks. Praise God. So uh, not this Friday, but the following Friday, we're going to do a bowling night. Just get together, bring the kids, bring yourself. We're just going to go bowling uh, right here. What's the name of the place? Um off of Phillip main event. Um, I'm going up there this week to schedule us about three lanes and we're just going to get together, just bowl and have fun on not this Friday, but I mean, matter of fact, let me give you the date. Uh, praise God. So we're not missing it, missing out on it. It's not the 18th, but the 25th, the 25th of August, praise God. We're going to get together and we're just going to have fun, order some foods, some food, praise God, bowl a little bit, just so we can have that physical touch and, and see each other, hug on each other and love on each other until we get into our building. Even when we get on our, in our building, we're still going to do stuff like this. Uh, but I just don't like the fact that we've not been able to come together in, the, in person and actually meet and greet and, and love on each other, hear each other's stories and congratulate each other. So on Friday, the 25th, uh, it's most likely going to be at seven o'clock, give you guys time to get off of work, do whatever you need to do, go freshen up a little bit. We're just going to hang, praise God, and just bowl a little bit. If you don't bowl, don't worry about it. We'll put the bumpers up for you so you can look like you can bowl. <laughs> what you thinking? Oh, Friday, the 20, August the 25th. Friday, August the 25th, we're just going to get together and just have fun. You know, you if you want to invite people out, that's more than welcome. You're more than welcome to it. Uh, main event about to say high tide. I don't know why I want to keep saying high tide. 
uh, on uh, Phillips Highway in Southside Boulevard, where they connect. You'll see main event, uh, 7 p.m. And uh, they're getting ready to put the address in the um, the chat. For those who are out of town, if y'all want to come in town, I would love to have y'all in town. Praise God. Christopher, Shayshaw, praise God. Who else? And then uh, Jesus Loves Me. All you guys, if you guys are out of town and want to come in, amen. Uh, come on in, praise God, in Jesus' name. All right, Do we, you want to get the address? Oh, you're going to put it in? Continue to talk? They tell them they're doing it. Just, just talk. So, yeah, we're going to get together. We're going to have some fun, order some French fries and cheese. I don't know. I don't know what they have. Uh, but I know they have some other events there, too. If you got kids, they got, like, laser tag and stuff like that. But we're just going to go bowl, have a good time, laugh, you know, hug each other, and just in, enjoy church family. And then come back together until we get the building. On the note of the building, we are working aggressively to get a building I looked at. Uh, three spaces last week. Uh, I have another two spaces to look at this week. Um, for some reason, we keep finding these spaces on the second floor, and I don't. I'm not sure why they're not telling me this on the second floor. And I wouldn't. I'm not. Not that I'm opposed to it, but they got to have a great elevator for us to be on the second floor. Um, and I'm like I said, I'm not opposed to it. So hopefully this week we'll have something that we can say, hey, we're working towards, um, or this is what we're going to do. And, and and have a building to be in that we can call our own, that we can meet at every Sunday, praise God. But with that being said, I think that's everything, right? Oh, it's not. Hallelujah. Let me let you put that, uh, that you got it in already? Okay. Um, also, mark your calendars, October 6th. October 6th, I am putting on, well, not I, um, SOS Academy has asked me to put on a benefit concert right here in Jacksonville, Florida, um, for to help uh, ES ESE kids, special needs kids. I don't know. Is it cool to call it special needs or ESE? I think it's is both of them acceptable. I don't want to be rude on camera because you know people will watch this. <laughs> I don't work in the field either, so I, I'll say special needs. If I'm saying the wrong word, I, I apologize. Uh, but there is another uh, uh, famous gospel artist coming, uh, Peggy Brat. She's one Brit. Excuse me. Special needs. OK, good. Thank you. Special needs. Uh, Peggy Britt uh, has won Stella Awards, has won BET Awards. She's going to be there as well. Uh, I'm going to be there. Um, I believe there's one more artist that they're waiting to confirm uh, that's going to be there. Uh, I will have more details for you of uh, the name of the church. It will be on the west side, but it is a it is a, a benefit concert. So tickets are thirty dollars. Um, that's nothing I can do about that. That's what they're doing. Uh, praise God to to raise money to help these kids get education and get the needs and the, the medical attention or whatever else they need. They want to make sure to do that. So we're going to put this concert on. I encourage you guys to come on out. That's October 6th. I'll, I'll have more details for you um, coming up in, in, in the future. Yes. The main event will be seven o'clock, seven o'clock. So the address is going to be for the main event is going to be in the chat for the, for you guys who are here in Jacksonville. You want to attend, praise God. We would love to have you all out. Amen. I think that's it, right? Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm excited, man. I can't believe 30 minutes has gone by already. Goodness gracious, man. You I mean, time really flies when you're having fun. I guess I just, it's crazy. Well, amen. Let me know when you're finished so we can go ahead and pray and focus on this word. All right.
Uh, Heavenly Father, we just, no, how about you pray? You want to pray? Felisa says something. What did Felisa say? Um, Felisa said in the chat that someone prophesied to her about, I guess about you having a concert. Really? She just sent that to me. Wow. <laughs> well, praise God. Yes. Yes. I will be. Yes. God is doing that. It was a call out of the blue and, and is actually going to benefit in all three ways because our television network is going to record the entire day talking to their staff and make a whole video out of it. And then we're going to sit down with all the artists and then it's going to not only be uh, uh, recorded, but also played on premium as well. So if you haven't downloaded premium television network, make sure you go download it to your TVs or download it to your phones. Praise God. Um, and, and, and be a part of what we're doing in Jesus name. Amen. Yeah. We can do it. Yes, we can. <laughs> yes, we can. Yes, you will. Okay. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yes. So, yeah, October 6th, I'll have more information on that. They're still putting everything together. I'll be able to give you the what the church is going to be at the time. I know it's going to be on a Friday night, which is October 6th, and I believe it's going to start at 630, uh, which is the talking and then the concerts to start right about 7. And I'm thinking I'm going to be on stage somewhere around like 8 or 815. But don't this don't come from me. Peggy Britt is an awesome uh, artist as well. If you haven't heard of her, look her up. She's a little bit uh, more mature than I am. Not in for attitude, but I don't want to say older, but she's a little bit more mature <laughs> than I am. She's been doing it for a while and she has won many, many, many awards. So come out. And then when the third artist comes, I'll let you know who that is as well. But it should be a great time. You see young, uh, young gospel myself and then you see older gospel and then maybe there'll be something, somebody in between. So praise God. Go ahead. Open us up. So, Father God, we thank you for today, Lord God. We bless your name, God. We honor you and we praise you, Lord God. We thank you for the words that come, that's coming forth on today, Father God. We thank you, Lord God. We ask that our hearts and our ears are open to receive the revelation, the mysteries that you have for us in your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So we have been talking about the press. Amen. It has been so good to me. I have needed it this week. Praise God. Not that it was a bad week. It was a, a really good week. But I'm seeing you guys with the press. You know, you guys are pressing towards your goals. You are pressing towards what God has told you. And we're going to take this thing a little bit deeper today. Praise God. Going over to Philippians chapter three, as we give a, a, a brief review, we started off talking about Paul talking to the church saying, hey, listen. Hey, listen, beware of these dogs. Well, first of all, he said, he said, don't, it doesn't grieve me to say the same thing over to you. So in other words, he was telling the church of Philippi that it, it doesn't hurt my heart to keep telling you the same word over and over again. And matter of fact, let me put a little rebuke in there at the same time and tell you, you shouldn't be looking for all these thousand words and prophecies. You should be content with the word that I gave you in Philippians chapter one, verse six, which is God is faithful to complete the work he has started in you, right? Be content with that and continue to work that word because that word has to come to pass. Why? Because no word from God will return to him void. When we truly under here, I go off on my tangents. When we truly understand that statement, that no word from God ever returns void to him. When we truly understand that statement, we wouldn't be looking for all these prophecies. I mean, I mean let me tell you something. As much as God shows me and as is, is, is easy as it is to prophesy when the spirit of prophecy hits the room or, or comes upon me, I'm not one that looks for a bunch of words. I'm just not because I understand that the word that God spoke 
it will will come to pass no matter what because he is not a man that he should lie. Amen. So if he said it, he has to do it. And my goal is to continue to press through whatever the enemy might try to bring up against me because I know my God's word will never fail. I know my what my God's word will come to pass. Amen. Now, I've had words from the age of 7. I remember I remember standing at, at a church and the the pastor it was a, a, a guest speaker at the church I attended, Upper Room Assemblies of God, and a, a guest speaker came in. He was an apostle, a prophet, some, something that, and he was a white guy, and he was like, he called the whole baseball team up, and he, he went down the whole line of the baseball team and said, young man, you're going to be a, 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 a professional baseball player. Young man, you're going to be a professional baseball player. Young man, you're going to be a professional baseball player, and when he got to me, he said, Young man, God has called you into ministry. He's called you into ministry and that you're going to be someone that that helps wrap this thing up for the rapture. And I turned and I turned to him and I looked at my parents that were sitting in the audience and I looked back at him and I said, you got it wrong. I'm the best player on all the, on this whole team. And if all of them going to make it to the I know I was seven and I was rude. Forgive my personality. <laughs> Hush. Yeah, ask my mom when y'all see my mom. Praise God. I looked at him and said, you got it wrong. I'm going to play baseball because I'm the best one on the team. How can all of them make it and I not make it? I don't know, ministry. And I made a face on me and I completely embarrassed my mom, completely embarrassed my dad. I'm like, y'all missed that. <laughs> but right now, every man that that, that that prophet prophesied to, every one of those little boys when, I, when we were seven are playing in the major league and here I am in ministry. <laughs> you got it right. He got it right. I have to laugh about it. It's, it's so funny. Why? Because no word from God returns void. Praise God. Now, some of y'all have gotten words and you like, God, when is it going to happen? But that's not the right approach. God, I thought you said that's not the right approach. God, I'm tired of this life. I'm tired of living like this. But the approach is, God, you said it. And because you said it, I believe it and I receive it and it is going to happen in my life and I will see it in my lifetime in Jesus name, no matter what happens, no matter what my scenario is, no matter what comes my way, no matter if I go 30 steps backwards, no matter what it is, I know your word is going to come to pass. Even if it has to come to pass when I am 99 years of age, like Abraham, I know your word is going to come to pass. And it's going to come to pass when I can enjoy it. Even if I'm 99, that must mean I'm going to be in my right mind. I'm going to have strength in my body. My eyes are going to be able to see clear because you have not only spoken the word, but you spoke the word so that I can enjoy it. You ought to say amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's good to me. Oh, man. Okay. Back to the thing. You're always going off on tangents. All right. And Paul says, we ought to look out for certain people. He calls them dogs. And, and we've been through this already. The dogs is the people in the church that think that, that you think have your best interest. They have what you are looking for or, or, or they're on your side. Let's say it like that. You think they're on your side, but in reality, they're, they're screaming, crucify him, crucify him. But then I'm going to jump down a little bit because if you want these videos or these messages, we can always email them to you, praise God. Just let us know. So, but then I'm going to jump down, praise God, to verse Let's go to verse uh, 10, because this verse has been on my heart this entire week, 
uh, this entire week that we've been in. It says, for I determined, for my determined purpose is, and I'm reading out the Amplify, that I may know him, that I may progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with him. Paul says, my determined purpose is. And in other words, before I try to go help the world, before I try to go save the world, I first have to have this purpose in my heart that I want to know who God is. I not just know him. I want to progressively know him, meaning there's I'm always learning at all times who God is. Hallelujah. And I want to become more deeply intimate with him, perceiving and recognizing and wonder and uh, understanding the wonders of his person. And that was huge for me. Because I have realized that for some for those who don't know, we run seven businesses, seven of them. It's a lot. People ask us how you do it because our God is a wonder. And it that part just stuck out to me this week, knowing that our God is a wonder. He does wondrous things. And it's not so much that I'm just uh, I'm serving him just because he, he said something to me. Right. I'm getting to know him just because he said something to me. But Paul says it's a purpose. I got a purpose in my heart. Because if I launch out not knowing that God is a wonder and he will he will make something work out of nothing, I will quit smack dab in the middle of what he called me to do. I can't tell you, my mom has a testimony. I don't remember it. I was a kid, maybe four or five, but she told me one time and I, I can't wait for her to come to this church so y'all can meet her because she's absolutely wonderful. And she she told me one time God had told her to sow a seed at church. And they didn't have no growth or we didn't have any grocery in our house. And she said, God said, sow the seed. And it didn't make sense. Right. If I don't have grocery, why would I why would I sow a seed to take the money away from me that I could go use to buy grocery? And my mom said, instead of debating and going back and forth with God, which is what we're going to get into today, she just decided to obey God. Now, when we got home. She went in the kitchen. She got three kids that saying, mama, I'm hungry. I'm ready to eat. She got a husband that's saying, baby, I'm hungry. What we going to eat? And my mom said, you got to hear her tell this testimony because it's beautiful. She went in the kitchen and she got pots out the cabinet and she put water in them. And she just started putting the pots on the stove and boiling water to make it look like she was cooking. Had no grocery in the house, had no food to cook, but she did what God told her to do. And she was able to do that because she knew she served a God that was a God of wonder. And while she was doing that, we were all taking off our Sunday best clothes and whatnot. A knock came at the door, praise God. And I believe it was a, a lady named Janice. I believe, I, I could be wrong. She could correct me if I'm wrong. But Janice came at the door and had two bags of grocery. And Janice said, I was driving home and God told me to go to the grocery store and to buy these foods and bring them over to your house. She, come uh, it's a testimony. Our God will make something out of nothing. She started boiling water in pots and had nothing to put in it. Had a husband taking off church clothes, had three kids taking off church clothes and ready to eat hungry. And here comes this lady knocking at the door saying, hey, God told me to bring two bags of groceries over here for free. Here you go. And all I remember my mom, I do remember this part. I remember my mom crying. I remember that. Why? Because she realized her God is a wonder. And Paul says, before I can go jump off into purpose, before I can go lead people, praise God, 
before I can go pray for the sick, before I can lay hands on somebody, I got to know my God is a wonder. Be why? Because it'll be some situations that look like, praise God, this is not going to work out in your favor. But you, you know that 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 I serve a God of wonder. And because I serve this God of wonder, he is going to work it out, even in the face of negative odds, even in the face of a bad doctor's report, even in the face of no money in the account, and you're in the red and you're in a negative, even in the face of no job, and you still got bills stacking up, even in the face of all of that, my God is a wonder, and he is going to work it out. Yeah, hallelujah. 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 It's been on me all week. It's been on me all week. And Paul says in verse 10, this is my determined purpose, that before I do anything, I got to know my God is a wonder. Before I step out, I know my God is a wonder. And the only way I can know that my God is a wonder is by becoming progressively, yeah. becoming more deeply intimate and acquainted with who he is. In other words, if I put it in today's term, my God got my back. <laughs> He's got my back. Amen. When I seem like I'm by myself, no, he got my back. When it seems like everybody's turned on me, he has my back. Hallelujah. When it seemed like a business deal didn't work out, he has my back. Come on. And today, I, I noticed, we, I'm just going over, it's just been on me heavy this week, knowing that your God is a wonder. He does wondrous three things. He will blow your mind if you continue to press, if you continue to move forward, despite the distraction, despite the roadblock, despite what they say, despite what the pastor may say, despite what mom and dad may say, despite what the marital counselor may say, despite what these people may say, if you continue to press, I promise you, your God will show up in a wondrous way and blow your mind if you give him an opportunity. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Shabbat shakeh. But he starts with knowing who he is yeah. and believing who he is and what he says he is to us. When we form that intimate relationship with God, he reveals more of himself to us. Mm -hmm. And it means that he wants to He'll make a way to do all these things that he says he wants to do for us. Yeah. But what you said, what I heard you say when you were talking about your mom and giving that testimony is her obedience. Number one, she knows who God is. She knew who God was then. She knows him as her father, the one who's going to provide. Right. And then she obeyed what she heard God saying. And she believed and she stood on what she knows her father to be and who she knows her father to be. She stood on that. She didn't waver. And look what God opened up in her life and fed her children. And look, years and years later, I don't know how many years ago that was, but years, years and years later, you're testifying, you're sharing her testimony mm -hmm. about a situation. And this is what God wants us to do. This is why our, the word of our testimony is so important. Mm -hmm. And our obedience is so important because it not only blesses us, but it blesses other people because that definitely blessed me. Yeah, I, I, it, again, and I, I promise you, it's so, it's so huge. Like just knowing that God, God is, he's a wonder. And to see that her faith in that moment, because I wouldn't have never thought I, you know, to go put pots on the stove with water and start boiling it just to make some steam. Like knowing you don't have anything, 
but you obey God. It's the little and the little things. Oh, come on. That was so small. It was so little. And we get so deep and spooky about stuff. Yeah. But that was so simple. It was so little. But mm. she did it. Amen. And look Hallelujah. what they yield. Fed a whole family. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Yeah. All right. Let's keep going. If that, if that, if anything with this doesn't stick with or sticks with you, let this be what sticks with you. Because it's huge to understand that your God is a wonder, man. I don't care how your kids are acting. I just hear that right now. I don't care how your kids are acting. I don't care if they did mom or dad. I don't want nothing to do with this ministry stuff, with this Jesus stuff. You understand that your God is a wonder and that he has promised you that he would not only save you, but he'll save your household. So, so those mothers out there that are believing for their children to come back, right. praise God, into the things of the Lord, you just could continue to press on your covenant with God. Press on the word that he's giving you that not only you will be saved, but your entire household will be saved. And you take that. And despite they might be saying, I don't want nothing to do with Jesus right now, despite their attitude, despite their dispensation, you continue to hold strong, praise God, Amen. as a mother that is willing to stand in the gap and fill the gap, praise God, for their children. And I promise you, the wonder who we call God will come in and do wondrous things, things to bring that child, praise God, back to the things of the Lord in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, let's get into this because if not, I'll stay on that for the rest of the day because I can stay on that for the rest of the day because it's so good and just breaking down wonder and, and uh, look, I'm going back into it. Let me stop. Okay, here we go. We, we left off talking about Paul saying that in order for him to do this, to become more progressively acquainted and intimately acquainted with God, he had to forget those things that were behind. Mm. And he said, and he, and he says it like this. And I love the fact that he said it like this. Let me read it out of you out of the Bible. Verse 13 in the King James version, it says, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehend, but this one thing <clears throat> I do. This is what Paul says. This one thing I do forgetting mm. underline that underline that those things which are behind because this is where our focus is today forgetting those things that are behind and i press or reach forth unto those things which are before so paul says i forget all the stuff that i've done in my in my past whether they're victories or their defeats i'm forgetting my past and i'm pressing forward praise god i'm pressing forward to achieve this mark now the reason why I told you to underline the word forgetting, praise God, is because there's an I-N-G at the end of that. He didn't just say, the way I do it is I forget. The reason he said I for, I'm forgetting is because it is a daily process. 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 If I don't forget every single day, I'll find myself rehearsing the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over. And, and, and the reason why it's, it's so important to forget is because why? In Proverbs 18, it says, death and life is in the power of the tongue. Right? Amen. Amen. I like, matter of fact, let's just go there. Let's just go there. Let's go there. Let's go there. Proverbs 18. So you guys know that I'm not just giving you a word. Let's just go to uh, Proverbs chapter 18 and because I think we, we always quote 
verse 18 verse 21 but i think verse 20 is actually more powerful than verse 21 proverbs 18 it says this death and life are in the power of the tongue this is the, the wisest man talking now most times when we hear this this scripture preached vonda we hear it preached that life and death is in the power of the tongue but what king solomon was saying here when he looked out over the children of israel over israel he said death and life is in the power he put death first right. why because it is this human nature to speak negative first and he says, what I'm seeing when I talk to people, the first thing I am seeing is that they are speaking negative. And that death in that life is in that same tongue, but they are choosing to speak death first. And then what happens is because they planted all of this death for so many months, so many years, when life finally comes, life had to come around and dig up years worth of trash in order for you to see a change in your life. Think about that. For years, we have spoken death, death, death. You say, well, I'm not speaking death. Well, negativity. That's why I say verse 20 is even more important. Let's look at verse 20. It says, a man, matter of fact, let's just say it like this. Let's put our name there. Joshua's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. That word fruit there means production. So Joshua's belly and we know that the belly is a sign of life. That's where you have your life at. It's the center. So Joshua's life shall be satisfied with the production of his mouth. Put your name there. Hallelujah. Bob's life shall be satisfied with the production of his mouth. Rubion's life shall be satisfied with the production of her mouth. Jasmine's life shall be satisfied with the production of her mouth. So whatever my mouth is producing, my life will hold that. So if I'm producing, I'm broke. Come on. Come on. If I'm producing, I'm never going to find a husband. All these men that want me are whack. Come on. That is what you're going to produce in life. Let's keep going. It says this. In with the increase of Joshua's lips, shall he be satisfied. That word increase there is revenue in the, in the Hebrew. So with the revenue of my mouth. Now, wait a minute. What are you saying? My mouth is money. What comes out of my mouth is money. Exactly. So it says here, whatever with the revenue of my lips, I shall be filled. So in other words, when I speak, my words have money attached to it and it goes to that store, purchase what I'm speaking and brings it back to me. So if I'm speaking, I ain't gonna never find a man. All the men I hear no good. I'm sending my words to the, the store of no good men, purchasing no good men, and I'm bringing no good men to me. And then I wonder why I keep finding no good men in my life. Oh, why no good men keep approaching me. <laughs> and I believe it goes to your stomach. So that's what you end up birthing. Yeah. More I, negativity. Come on. Now. Come on. It's more than just what you speak. Yeah. I mean, it, it starts with what you speak, but you're also birthing it. Ooh. How about this one? It's too hard to start this business. In an economy like this, it's just too hard. 
and you're going too hard to start a business and you're purchasing, it's too hard to start a business and you're bringing it back to yourself. And then what look what it looks like? I don't have the finances to start. Well, I can't start this. I don't know what to do. It's not the right time to start. And you've been, you think that is just the economy, but what you have been fighting are your own words. Ooh. So Paul says here in Philippians, he says, I got to forget every single day because if I don't forget every single day, I'll find myself in a position where I'm purchasing stuff. Oh, I'm preaching good. I'm purchasing stuff that I don't want. And now I have to deal with stuff that I purchased. And then what we try to do is we want to blame the devil. Why is the devil just after me so hard when in reality, all he really wanted was your mouth. And then he said, if I can get your mouth to speak negative, I no longer have to fight you. You have to now fight your own words and it's going to be become harder for you to fight because your words are powerful and more powerful than me. So that's why when you hit those blocks, those blockades, those roadblocks, and you're like, why is this so difficult? Why is the enemy on me so hard? No, the Bible tells me in Isaiah, when we see him we're gonna be like you no so that tells me that the enemy's not on my level so what he wants to do now is get control of my mouth so that i now fight me <laughs> who is on my level i'm fighting my words that are on my level of power and the enemy says keep talking keep talking negative Keep saying that. Yes, yes, yes. Keep saying that. And unbeknownst to you, you just going in. I can't believe my children act like this. I done raised my child. How can my child be so disrespectful? How is my child so rude and surly? How is my child all of this? And it just seems like your child is progressively getting ruder, progressively getting meaner towards you. And you think it's the enemy and the enemy got a hold of my child. But really what it is, is your own words. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. You got to change your words. And the only way you can change your words is forgetting what happened yesterday. Praise God. Forgetting what happened yesterday on a daily, 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 daily basis. You got to forget because if you don't forget, it is too vital of a situation for you to go and start talking negative because now you're planting seeds in the ground. And then every seed that is planted will yield a harvest, whether it's in your favor or not, it will yield a harvest. So if I'm forgetting the negative stuff, if I'm forgetting the positive stuff and I'm moving each day as a clean slate, I don't put myself in a position to where I have to fight myself. God even lives by this. You know, you want to know how I know God lives by this rule? Because he says this, my mercies are brand spanking new every single day. He says, I'm not even going to let you live on old mercy. So the mercy you had yesterday on Saturday doesn't even exist anymore. I'm giving you a brand new spanking mercy today on Sunday. And when Monday gets here tomorrow, you'll have brand new spanking mercies on Monday. If God lives by this, how much more should you live by it? Oh, Oh my God. That's so good to me. God lives by this. Forgetting. One of the biggest problems in today's in today's Christian folk that I have seen is we struggle to forget. Praise God. Look at this. I want to go over this a little bit. Praise God. 
Uh, before Paul makes this famous statement about pressing towards the mark so that he can attain the prize, he states that the press cannot begin for him until he considered the former things that he had gained throughout his life as his life a loss when it comes to what he found in Jesus. So every day I'm forgetting and whatever I've gained in my life, I'm account that a loss, praise God, for what I have found in Jesus. It is important to not only forget the losses, but also to forget the successes because they will hold you back. And I want to talk about how success can hold you back from your future success, how past success can hold you back from your future success. Let's get into it. Read number one for me. Wow. Praise God. Praise God. Go ahead. Take it. You fear starting over. Winning takes a lot of work, focus, dedication, and time. You never just woke up or you never just wake up and win. So after someone has put in the effort to win and they win, fear or failure creeps in. Yeah. Fear of failure keeps in. So number one, the fear of starting over. When you won something, praise God, it doesn't just happen. You don't wake up and just win. You know what I'm saying? You don't wake up and like, oh, I won that today. There's work that goes into it. Praise God. I, I, I was taking the time uh, on, I think it was Tuesday of last week. Praise God. I was Tuesday of last week. I was looking at a commercial for, for premium and I realized it, it, it tears begin to swell in my eyes, knowing now that it's out on all these platforms. And, and I begin to get phone calls from people like, yo, this is so big. This is huge. What you're doing, you're doing such a huge thing. And I begin to, to tear up because I realized the work that went into getting here. I had business partners that started off with me and they're no longer with me. I had people stab me in the back. I had people say it's not going to work. It's not going to happen. I had companies say Netflix is going to drown you out. Hulu is going to drown you out. There's no way there's a space for a premium. And through all of that, we started this in January. It is now what? August, eight, seven months later, eight months later, praise God. And finally, it comes to life. So eight months of hearing negative from other people, praise God, it finally came to work. And I worked hard to get that success. I enjoyed it on Tuesday. I forgot it on Wednesday. <laughs> the reason why you got to forget it is because if you're hanging on to what happened from January to August, I'm not going to be able to now continue from August to December. And I'm going to think that I've arrived because I just got the, the, the platform out there. And then I won't put the work at the end to keep going. And what happens in most believers' lives, whether it be marriage, whether it be business, whether it be ministry, whatever it is, writing a book, CD, I did that before. I won before. I won before. And because I won before, I, 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 I you know, I, I know I, I don't. I can do this again, but I won before. I don't know why it's hard this time, but I won before. I won before. So have you ever heard those people we talked about a little bit last week, those people that are consistently talking about their glory days? That is someone who has a fear of starting over. Have you ever heard those people that talk about how much money they used to make? <laughs> I used to make this money. I used to make $300,000 a year. I used to make this. I used to make that. But right now I'm making this and I don't know how to get back to that. But I used to be this is a fear of starting over. After each win, you have to start over. 
What about this one? They want people in themselves to remember what they used to be. Have you ever met those people that want people in themselves to remember what they used to be? I used to be this. Let me tell you something. I didn't see God's hand really start to, to move and manifest in my life through prophecy, being able to call things out of people's life, see what people are dealing with. I didn't see that until I forgot about professional baseball. I'll be real with you. I'll be real with you. Like I, I was a, at the, after uh, Bible college, I went back to baseball and I went and I, and I got injured every single year, disobeying God. I went back to baseball. You could have never told me that I could sit here now and God, and God, I say, God, show me somebody's life. And he show me everything. And I can prophesy and cast out devils and lay hand and see sick people get out, see cancer destroyed, see people get out of wheelchairs, see ears open back up to here. You will never be able to tell me I was able to do that, but it didn't start to manifest and it didn't start to show itself until I finally said, you know what? Baseball is the past. Come on. Come on. Amen. Hallelujah. And I wonder what is not manifesting in you all's life because you have failed to say whatever I used to do is the past. That marriage I was in is the past. Praise God. Hallelujah. That business I still I started with those people and then they 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 counted me out of or cut me out of it. That's the past. Now I should be able to start here. I wonder what you are missing out on because you are unable to say, you know what, that's the past and I'm moving forward. Because when we change our mindset, it allows us to hear God differently. Yeah. We're no longer hearing our voice. Our voice is not the loudest voice at that time. Mm -hmm. We're usually tapped into trying to hear God. Because once you realize the path that God has put you on, it's like you take after, you know, you, you take off and God starts maneuvering and moving things out of your way to allow things to happen in your life. Oh, that's good. So all it starts with is changing your mindset, get to a place where you can let some stuff go. God work. Yeah. He can work with that. I'm telling you, if, if, if you are consistently talking about what I used to be, I encourage you to look at yourself to really examine yourself yeah. because God didn't call you to be what you used to be. God is God is progressively taking you from what, according to Romans chapter one, level to level, glory to glory, faith to faith. So the faith that you had in 2003, if you're still functioning on that, I'm sorry to tell you, you're behind. Mm. Mm. I'm not trying to be mean, but I love you enough to tell you the truth. It's time for you to catch up. If you're still living in your past, I'm sorry to tell you, I promise you, you have missed out on a lot of things that God is trying to do in your in your future. I'm telling you, in marriages, if you're still living in what she did or what he did, you are missing out with what God can do <laughs> because you were living in your past. And even in victories, again, oh, I used to be this. Oh, I used to be that. I was the greatest football player. I was the greatest baseball player. I was ranked number one in the, in the state, and I was ranked number five in the nation. I was really that good. But I didn't see God move in my life and change my life from good to great until I forgot about baseball. I forgot about those wins. I forgot about it. Hallelujah. I can make it real practical. Just think about this, you all. How much more... Can you hold in your hands if you've got a whole two bags of groceries mm. and say you put the groceries down? That means you're making more room for what? For you to hold stuff. Yeah. But it takes you letting go, putting aside, putting it down. And God will he can give you more. He can give us so much more. He can he opens us up for more, but continue to hold on to stuff. And this is what happens. We tend to we hold on to these bags and then we grab some more. 
we grab some more. So then we, we pile on all the hurt that we've ever gone through. We keep piling it on, piling it on, never letting it go, never putting it down, which means we're never making room for God. Yeah, that's good. Before, before I met my brother Addison, I was a very good barbecuer. Like I could grill. I can grill the mess out of some ribs, some steak. People would call me and ask me, Joshua, can you cater my party? Can you grill? And and I learned when I I thought I, I thought I, I had it all, right? I was good. Then I, I met my sister Cubion and I met her husband Addison. And Addison is a professional barbecuer. Like he goes to competitions and wins. And I was like, yo, let me learn. And he started teaching me the difference between grilling and smoking and how you can use both of them at times and then to, to get a, a particular taste that you're looking for. And then he started telling me the differences between woods. I was just a mesquite person. Give me mesquite. And he's like, you know what? That's too, that's too heavy. You need something like cherry or apple. You need something like that or, or pecan wood. And he started teaching me on this. And, and I'm like, if I would have had this mindset that I've already got people back where I'm from telling me I know how to grill. I don't need to learn from him. Now I would not be the griller I am. They came for Thanksgiving last year and I smoked the turkey and it was so like, it, I felt like Superman with my S on the chest. Like I, when, when, I, when I put the turkey on the table and Addison ate a piece and he looked at me, he said, Josh, bruh, this it. Are you ready to come and be on my team? Let me tell you, I talked about that for the rest of the night. A professional smoker wants me to be on his team. I was like, yo, right. are you kidding me? And we were like, it's good. It's good. You were like, blah, 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 blah. I want to know what you think, Addison. What Addison, do you think? What do you think? What do you think? And the fact that he said it, and I had, and, and watch this, y'all. I have cooked turkey every single year. I've watched my mom cook turkey every single year. I have never seen a turkey. I fried it. I've baked it. I put it on his on his on his chest so all of it fall apart. I don't know. I have never seen an entire turkey gone on Thanksgiving. Never seen it. No leftovers. Until last year. We had the turkey was gone. We put the turkey on the table and within two hours, that entire turkey was gone. The entire turkey. I'm not talking about we had peace to put away. There was no turkey left. And it was a huge 22 pound turkey. I had never seen that before. It was good. And to have him say, Joshua, you're ready to go professional now? Come be on my team? I consider that one of the hugest honors, and I talked about it for about a week. Now, he don't know about it, but I talked about it for about a week. Man, Addison wouldn't be on this team. He loved it. He loved, but I could not get there and who I am today as a griller, holding on to what people said in the past. And I, I, I just, I can't stress this enough about yes you made that first album yes you wrote that first book and it was good but i'm telling you there's so much more if you can just forget that you did that and realize that god is taking you to the next level amen hallelujah amen. hallelujah praise god i'm trying i don't know about you but i told you in a couple series ago that god wants to maximize your potential here on earth he wants to maximize your ability here on earth and the only way god can maximize your ability here on earth is if you forget what you did yesterday so you can move on to do the next great thing today ay, 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 ay. oh man i got myself excited all right number two Praise God. The second way, where, where is time going? Oh my gosh, we haven't done. Okay, all right, let me get, let me not complain. All right, number two, reason why it's hard to for winning people 
to find future and success. Number two is you become uncoachable. This is a big one. You become uncoachable. When you have won in the past, you tend to use the same formulas and formats that brought you the first win. But times change, and so does processes to win. The previous win inflated your ego so much that you can't admit when you need help to win again. I can't tell you. Being in real estate, I have a real estate company, right? Uh, One of my seven businesses. Being in real estate, I see this all the time. I talk with people like this all the time. They want to flip houses and, and they want to rehab houses. And they think that the same approach to each house will work on each house. And it's not because each house has different problems and each journey has different problems. So if I take the fact that, yeah, I made this amount of money on this house doing it this way, and I don't change or alter what I'm doing on the next house, I could lose money and it, it can become a, a liability rather than the asset. And there's a lot of people, a lot of believers that have won in life. You've done a great thing and we're so happy for you. Like, congratulations. But just because it worked doing it that way does not mean it's going to work, praise God, on the next one. I'll give you a prime example. Let me give you scripture. The Bible says in Isaiah that behold, God, Isaiah's prophesying what God is saying. He says, behold, I do a new thing. I will make a way in the desert and a way out of no way and I will make rivers in the desert well when you really research that scripture out praise god that's not a scripture to be shouting and be jumping about we see people run around the church in actuality what god was saying through isaiah is time out for all this complaining that i'm hearing from the children of israel up to that point the way you got god's attention was to complain the children of israel coming out of egypt will always say would to god would to God he bring us out here and we should have just stayed in Egypt and died. We have no food. And because they complained about not having food, God will provide food. Then they complained about not having bread. God provided manna. They complained about not having water and God allowed Moses to hit the rock and water came down. They complained about not having shade and God allowed an oasis to, to stand up. And all throughout that time was I got God's attention by complaining. but it got to a point where God said, I'm tired of hearing the complaining. Now I'm going to do a new thing. And the new thing I'm going to do is I'm going to make a way talking about Jesus out of no way. And I'm going to, and that way that I make out of no way will produce rivers or streams of victories in the desert. So now instead of you complaining, I'm going to require you to go through a way, Jesus Christ, and require you to use faith that will create your rivers in the desert. I just dropped revelation on you guys so big. I don't know if you got it and maybe you'll get you, you'll get it later. I hope it didn't go over your head. Praise God. But God said, no longer shall you complain to get your, to get my attention from now. You're going to call on the way who is Jesus Christ. And when you use your faith and call on him, that faith will create rivers in the desert that you're in he said what i do a new thing (laughs) so sometimes yeah i've won and it worked this way but god is like hey listen i'm doing a new thing 
is happening right here in this church. Do you know how bad I want to be in that hotel so we can all be together? But God says, hey, Joshua, I need you to do a new thing. Why? I'm understanding it now. Why? You're giving a hotel thousands of dollars every single week, and I need to prepare you for your building. And it's going to be hard for you to save money and, and, and save money for the church when you're giving it away weekly So in order for you to get into your building. So I need you to do a new thing. I need you to be comfortable with taking a step back, going back into your house, setting up a camera, praise God, and doing services online. I don't care how bad you want to be, be together in person, do it online so you can raise the money to get into your own building. Come on. I do a new thing. Now, I could have been hard-headed, and guess what? I probably was hard-headed for a couple of weeks because yeah. I want to see y'all. That's what you mean. But that's what I wanted. But God says, do it this way so that I can do it, so I can do what I'm trying to do. And, I, and I'm telling you, we are so close to a building now. We are able to actually save the money that y'all bring in and not just give it. <laughs> give it all to the hotel. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's real. It's real. So I wonder what God is trying to do new in your life. Right. Yeah. You've done it this way a lot, a long time. I can tell you right now, the classes we got coming along that's coming down in this church to teach you guys how to become financially stable is going to blow your mind. But I'm going to tell you this, the stuff that I have learned over the last five years has been nothing I was taught. I had to change my way. And I promise you, when I, when I have these people come in that have taught me and teach you guys, it's going to require you to change your way. Yes. You've been successful doing it this way. Yes. You've made money doing it this way, but God is saying, I'm trying to open you up to a bigger vehicle of success and a big, a bigger vehicle of making money, but it's going to take you changing your way. I'm telling you, when I started to learn about living trust, praise God, when I started to learn that nothing should be in my own personal name, everything should be in a trust or something like that. It, it changed my way of thinking, but we were doing fine this way, but God is not, God is not content with you doing fine. Take that, put that in your pipe. God is not content with you doing fine. God is content with you doing great. He didn't call you to be just fine. He called you to be above only and never beneath. According to my Bible, he called us to be the head and not the tail. He didn't call you to be the torso. He didn't call you to be the shoulders. He didn't call you to be the neck. He didn't call you to be the hands. My Bible says he called you to be the head and not the tail. Above only and not beneath. Look, look. Above only in every situation. Only in every situation and not beneath. He said, I called you to be a lender and not just a lender to a person but a lender to nations praise god and not a borrower praise god my god has called you to be high our god has called you to be high never low so me trying to comprehend that oh i'm just fine right here it doesn't make sense to me and it doesn't make sense to your creator it doesn't make sense to the one you serve he does not call you to be fine he calls you to be above and above only Hallelujah. Somebody ought to say amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. He called you to be above and above only. Not just I'm fine. And no, I'm not out here preaching some prosperity message, but God desires for you to be prosperous. I'm not just trying to win you on houses. I'm trying to win you on a life that, that makes the world say, oh my God, what are you doing different? 
the reason I get in the rooms that I get in is because they look at us and they say, Joshua, what are you doing different? I serve a God that is wonderful and will do wondrous things for me. And then I forget all the stuff that has happened in my past. And I don't forget it just today. Tomorrow when I wake up, I'm going to forget it then. And I'm going to forget it on Tuesday. And I'm going to forget it on Wednesday so that I can fully experience and fully appreciate what God is doing in my future. Hallelujah. Last one. And then we'll pick up on next week on this one because this one is, we're going to spend some time on this one. This is how you know when your past success is hindering your future success. Number three, you begin lying to yourself about what's possible. You begin lying to yourself about what's possible. Most believe that what was possible back then is not possible now, but anything that was possible in the past should be easier now, uh, easier to accomplish now in the present because with time, we all advance. Amen. With time, Amen. we all advance. I can't tell you how many pastors oh, I have God. talked to and say, yeah, you could do that back in the back then, but you can't do that now. How? It doesn't, it doesn't compute in my mind. Yeah. People just had a respect for church. They had a respect for church back then. They don't really have a respect for church now. Yes, they do. You just have to show yourself honorable. Come on. Yes. <laughs> you just got to be a pastor. Yes. You just have to be a pastor that actually cares for the people and people will commit. Praise God. They will come and, and join your vision and help you grow your vision. But until you show that you care for the people, they're not going to do that. So don't tell me it used to be some way back then and not now. No, it is now. You just refuse to change with the time and you want people to serve you rather than you serve them. Oh, Somebody get that microphone out of my head. You want people to serve you instead of you be a servant to them. Come on. I'm sorry. I know I blew all my coffee on you. <laughs> That's good. Hallelujah. 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 Maybe if you adjust your attitude, sir, or ma'am, and realize that you're supposed to serve them, you might find somebody or you might find a, a congregation of people that are willing to commit. Maybe if they feel like you have your, their best interest at heart and you want to see them succeed yes. and not just line your pockets and they're struggling and you're sitting in a mansion driving a Bentley or driving whatever you're driving, maybe if you're going to help them be great, they will see that what you're doing is worth getting behind and they'll get behind you. Don't sit here and lie to yourself and say what was possible in the past is not possible now. No, what's possible is you need to change. Come on. It all, it all is a matter of mindset and making the necessary adjustments over right. time, not fighting them. Come on. We get so caught up in tradition, in religion. This is just how I do it. This is just how I do it. I'll give you an example. Praise God. <laughs> Is this the involving me? <laughs> no, you do. I give you an example, praise God. Lauren, everybody knows Lauren graduated on Friday, right? She graduated from college on Friday. And we're ultra proud of her. But one thing that my dad did was when we graduated from, from college or high school, he kept our diplomas at the house. So when I got in the car, 
<laughs> and I said, Lauren, let me see your diploma. I'm going to keep it at the house. Vonda and Lauren's grandma looked at me like, no, you're not. That's Lauren's diploma. <laughs> That's Lauren. I'm like, no, in, in, our, in our household, we keep the diplomas at our house. The parents own those diplomas. And they're like, how are you going to keep somebody else's diploma? That's Lauren's diploma. I say, well, my daddy kept mine. I literally just got my diploma back like a month ago from my dad, both high school and college. <laughs> like, that belongs to me. So I, I'm now bringing something old into something new. And I'm like, Lauren, that's my diploma. I need to have that. And you can keep the little card. And Lauren was like, they don't even give you no card no more. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, in the program. When I showed up, I was I was so mad because I'm like, well, where's the program? And they tell me I scan this QRS code. I'm like, no. Everybody knows that we've moved to a QR code, right? I'm in tech. Come on, you all. And even if you're not in tech, you all know how things are evolving. They're graduating. It's getting better. We get to the graduation, and of course, we see on the si on the wall where they've got these QR codes for us to scan so that we can have a program. So the first thing Joshua tells me is why why they didn't print the program, and I'm like, well, babe, you have the opportunity to print your own program. But he wanted to go back to the way it's been. But I was trying to tell him things are getting better. Yeah, it, 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 it's a small thing. Like I was, I was ready to show out. I was asking the, the people, like, where's the program? They're like, it was right there. Just scan. I'm like, no, I, I want a physical program in my hand because that's what it happened for me. That's what I saw with my sister. Where's the program? And 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 Vonda's mom said this statement. She says, we quit killing trees a long time ago. And I was like, okay, y'all ain't gonna be just picking on me like that. But it it was sad to see how far in the past I was. Just on that, the little thing. And I, I wonder just how far in the past are some of you guys that's on here listening right now. Like, on the little things. <laughs> We're just so far back. And God is like, you got to come up to the future. And it can be done, but you got to get that out of your mindset that it's not possible. It is possible. You just don't want to make the adjustment. Come on. Come on. That time, that day for men ruling over women is over. That is over. Like I, I and I know I'll, I'll hear about this on 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 Facebook and and TikTok when I say this. But that day of the woman supposed to be behind you is over. Get out of the past. My Bible says that God pulled the rib out of Adam's side, which means the, the woman is supposed to be right here next to my side. The rib comes from my side. That means she's not way behind me. She's not she's not 10, step, 10 steps behind me. She's not a step in, uh, behind me. She is right here to my side. That means I have to consult her. If I'm married to her, I need to consult her about decisions. I need to consult her about what she thinks. I need to care about what she thinks. I need, to, I need to say, babe, what do you think about this i'm not supposed to just make a decision by myself because i'm a man and the bible says i'm the head that is not how it's supposed to be no i'm supposed to go to her see what she has to say about it and then once i've heard what she has to say about it make the decision then that day is over get out of the past for those who see it. nobody in this live gonna see it but i know i'm gonna hear about it on facebook get out of the past that day is over. All that stuff, you pastors out there that's talking about women are not supposed to be on stage preaching, get out of the past, and then also go learn how to study your Bible. 
I hate to say it. You are wrong. Well, the Bible says a woman shouldn't talk in front of men. No, that was a rebuke in the Bible. And I will prove it to you that, the, that Paul was rebuking those men because they weren't washing their wives with the word. And as a result, the woman had to come and ask all these questions because she had a hunger and desire for God and her husband couldn't answer the question. So Paul was rebuking the men for not being able to answer the question. I said it. Get over it. Build a bridge. Let's go to Home Depot, buy all the supplies you need to buy so we can build a bridge and I will help you walk across it. It is over. Stop trying to put women in the past and in some cage and in some in some prison cell and let them be who God called them to be. Because if truth be told, even Jesus saw that it was important to tell a woman first that he was alive and risen from the dead because a man was trapped up in the house, depressed, down, and didn't know what to do with his life, confused and was defacled in his Brain. like what should I go from now and it was a woman that was standing at the at the grave site and Jesus entrusted a woman praise God with Tyler. I know I'm preaching good he entrusted a woman with the message that I am risen and I'm alive and well and if it wasn't for that woman coming back to that down house to tell those depressed disciples that Jesus lived those disciples would have died right there in that house down depressed and out of it and the word of God would have never praised God gone as far as it has gotten today but thank God for women praise God Man. hallelujah tired of hearing this debate online I'm tired of y'all calling me about it y'all need to get it in your head that God has called women as well amen I don't care what the Bible, the old Bible, that's the Old Testament, praise God. My Bible says old things have passed away and all things are new. And in Hebrews 12, it says we are now in a covenant that has better principles and better promises, which tells me a woman, if she's anointed and God has called her to do it, has the right to lay her hand on me. Praise God. To lay her hand on me, has the right to pray for me in Jesus' name. Build your bridge and get over it. In Jesus' name. And ignite and light on fire that stinking thinking. It is possible. You just got to change the way you think. Amen. It's possible. It ain't no, stop lying to yourself. It times just not what they used to be. No, change the way you think. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Here's the issue, and we'll stop here. Here's the issue: when we have, when we, when we're dealing with people who want to lie to themselves and they don't want to, they don't want to make the adjustment. Here's the issue right here: you have become a person that wants to negotiate with God. And Paul says, "When I'm forgetting, I am the, the word forgetting means to continually neglect or no longer care for." non-negotiable. I am not going to negotiate what go, what, what's going on. God, it used to be like this. And we're going to stop right here because I, that negotiating is a whole mouthful. We're going to pick up on why we should not be negotiating with God and what it means to negotiate or when we start negotiating with God about what's to happen in the in the future. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I don't want to stop, but we done ran out of time. Hallelujah. I don't want to keep you from your families. I want you to enjoy your families, praise God, and enjoy Sunday. Some of y'all going to Peach Cobbler Factory. Amen. Some of y'all already cooked, and I, I know that's what I want to go to today. I done told my secret. Amen. I just want to go try My brother Nate said I need to try it. I want to go try it today. I put it on Nate. I put it on Nate. It's Nate's fault. <laughs> In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Amen. So you guys, we're going to pick up on this next week. Praise God. Quit negotiating with God. We're going to get into what that means in Jesus name is so good. If you could be here, don't miss out on next week because it is good. If you can stop negotiating with God, I promise you, you're going to see your life explode in Jesus. Thank you. Explode in Jesus name. It's going to take off in ways you have never imagined. But when you negotiate with God, all you do is delay the process and delay what God wants to do in your life. And it, as, as a result, it's going to aggravate and frustrate you and cause you to start saying things and send you back to looking at your past and saying, I wish it was like this. When all you had to do in the first time in the first place was to stop negotiating with God and just do what he tell you to do. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this word. Mm. It was so good. Hallelujah. I thank you that today this word fell on good ground. On the, and, and not only in this house, but also on those that are online as well. It fell on good ground, Father God, and we are applying it to our lives in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. We thank you, Lord, for counting us, for counting us worthy to drop knowledge on us that we can apply in Jesus' name. We love you. We thank you for this week that's coming. Oh, I forgot to do offering, but hold on. Let me finish praying. We thank you, Lord God, for this week in Jesus' name. We just bless you and we adore you. We lift you up. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. I'm sorry, y'all. About to close our service. I've got to do offering everything. If you would like to give, praise God. We would love for you to give. It'll be completely awesome for those online. Just text the word LAUNCH to 1-888-364-GIVE. Again, that's one 888 Three six four. Give. Remember, we are we are putting money aside. Everything that you're giving right now is going directly to the building fund. We are we are putting money aside. We're trying to raise about anywhere from five to ten thousand dollars. That's what we believe we're going to need uh, to get into the building, any building, because they are charging first, last, and security. And for some reason, uh, churches they're they're they even charging more for churches because what I learned, which this week, and I didn't even have the opportunity to tell you, but what I learned this week is. When a when a, a a leasing agency lets a church in the building and the church does not comply with rent, they cannot because it's a nonprofit organization. They cannot go after them. So that's why people have been saying no. Yeah, and, and they, they yeah it makes it harder for the next person. So if a church takes advantage of that, and it's a rule that the government has put in place for churches because they're nonprofit organizations, but we still have to be good stewards in Jesus' name. That will not be our story. We will pay our bills. We are going to pay our bills in Jesus' name. Um, all the time. But that is why it's been so hard. And I learned that to, uh, last week talking to a realtor. Um, she actually told me that um, churches, uh, people, the tenant, the landlord cannot kick churches out or go after them for money wise, like uh, put liens and stuff like that. So that's why they have come to the mindset that we just won't let a church in. We just won't let a church in our building. So be praying for that. Uh, I was, I was grateful to get that knowledge. But there's somebody out there that wants to be that wants to do the will of God. And we're going to find them in Jesus name. And when we do, we want to make sure we have the right money to go in. So whatever you can give again, there's no pressure. Praise God. Uh, I'm not trying to ask you to, to give away your rent or your your, your light bill. Amen. Uh, do what God tells you to do in Jesus name. Uh, for that. So if you want to give, once again, that phone number is 1-888-364-GIVE. If you have our app, you can go right on our app and just click the tab give, or you can go right to uh, our website, Launch Church Jacks, and click give from there as well. And it will take you to a secure platform to give. I thank you for all your contributions. Anything, don't forget, uh, not this 
Friday, next Friday, we're going to do a bowling event so we can just all come together as family and enjoy each other. Um, on the 25th, that is, the, uh, at 7 p.m., the address, if you scroll up in the comments, the address is there, praise God. If you're out of town and you want to come be a part of it, by all means, we would love to have you. Amen. If you need information for hotels and stuff like that, just let us know, and I'll use my connections here to get you in pretty cheap. Okay. Um, and that's it. Uh, October 6th, praise God, don't forget about that. I have more information about that. We're doing a benefit concert for SOS Academy, special needs kids, and they have asked me to be one of the artists there, so we're going to be performing that, and we would love for you guys to come. Those tickets will probably go on sale next week. Um, I'll let you know that on next Sunday. They'll go on sale next week, and those tickets are $30 per ticket. They're $30. There's nothing I can do about that, huh? Yeah. Yeah, those tickets will go on sale next week. And that's $30. Don't forget, uh, if you see uh, Regina, please go out and get her book. Praise God. We've had it here on the table with us the entire day, uh, this entire service. I thought it was in the camera, but it wasn't. Um, I just looked at the camera, but go get it. It's an awesome book. Praise God. We have people in our ministry that are doing great things. And then also don't forget Kay, Miss Cassandra. She's right there in the chat as well. She has uh, had a, a blessed, God has blessed her to have a connection with uh, First Coast News and her show Spotlight with Kay Reese is going to be absolutely phenomenal. Make sure you guys get in touch with her. If you have any business, any nonprofit organization or just talent and you want to be on the news or you want to be on her talk show, uh, that's a great, great opportunity for you right there, right here in the church. Ain't that great? I love it in Jesus name. All right, let's pray for those who are giving and let's pray to get out of here. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for those that are giving online today, Lord God. We thank you right now for the Luke 6, 38 blessing upon them that, Father, you will have men give unto their bosom, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Hallelujah. 30, 60, 100-fold return on what they give. Father, I pray for their strength this week as they go into this new week, Father God. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice that this week will be a week like never before. This week, they will see some part of their dream or their purpose come to pass. I release right now ministry and warn angels until this week to remove any kind of bad news out of the way, any kind of destruction out of the way right now in Jesus' name. And we plead the blood of Jesus in and throughout this week, and we declare that, God, your hedge of protection is around this entire week. I declare that this week, families become closer, marriages become closer. Hallelujah. Children that are not saved make a, a phone call and say, how can I be saved, Mom? How can I be saved, Dad? I declare, hallelujah, that even tax debts this disappear. Hallelujah. Hospital bills disappear in Jesus name. I declare right now, Lord God, that you're fixing credit this week. Hallelujah. In Jesus name, we bless you, Lord God. And you are bringing money to them that was supposed to hit them. I declare that this week, Lord God, miracle money. Hallelujah. In Jesus name, praise God will hit the households, Lord God, and that they will be blessed from it in Jesus name. I pray for each and every individual of this ministry and that are watching right now, Lord God, that they are a Above only this week. Hallelujah. Above only this week. In Jesus' name, we pray, believe, and declare. We love you, Father. We honor you, Father, and we lift you up. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Guys, be blessed. We love you so much. We will see you on next week's Sunday. In Jesus' name, we love you. Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.